Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, where we explore self-kindness. What is self-kindness? It's not just fluff. It's substance. It's not just a nicety. It's a life-altering practice. We explore how getting a foundation of self-kindness right inside allows you to live as your very best version of you in the world. I'm Pete Sibley, the Self-Kindness Coach, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am the person that calls themselves Pete Sibley. (laughs) If you follow me on Instagram, you know what that little odd introduction is all about. I can get into that in another podcast at another time. But how are you doing? Hello, gorgeous human being. Hmm. Do you know what a miracle you are? Have you forgotten what you are, who you are, before your schedule, who you are, before your Instagram followers and posts, who you are, before the things that you got done today? You are beyond words, the opportunity in this moment is to be a living paradox. A paradox is something that is both true and false, is both yes and no, is both up and down. You know, it it is the opposite being held in the same moment. That's why you're beyond words. That's why you're a miracle. That's what we're getting into in today's podcast. So, Hold on tight. Let yourself listen. You know, something in you will get something from this today. I guarantee it. The mind may hear it and kind of say, well, yes, but we are talking to both the mind and the spirit, the awareness of the mind, whatever your language is for that. Even from a scientific standpoint, we need to understand that there is something that holds the thoughts in our mind. So regardless of your language, that's the space I'm talking into on this podcast and from on this podcast today. So hear it, let it kind of wash over you, do what it needs to do, because we are that paradox. You are that paradox. You are both the you that is doing the shit in the world throughout the day, feeling the feelings and doing your thing, and you are the awareness that is witnessing you doing the shit in the world. So it's a paradox, and that is confusing, but like I said, it's only confusing in the mind because the mind loves to sit in this or that. It loves those paradigms. Remember that podcast just a couple episodes ago? But your mind is actually designed as a self-kind mind. However, most humans have not upgraded their thinking We have not upgraded our internal mental programming 
since we were kids. To me, this is amazing. It's astonishing in my experience, and it is mind-blowing sometimes for people that I'm working with. It's amazing that, you know, we don't hesitate to upgrade our phones or our computers daily. And, you know, we even believe that it's essential and critical for the optimum uh, running and safety of these systems, of these things, you know, these (laughs) machines that we've purchased. We've put our time, we've invested how to figure out and make them work. So we want to upgrade them all the time. So they're working great. So they're protected from malware malware, and all those cyber thingies that I don't totally understand, but they make my computer crash, right? And so why is your mind any different? It's an operating system. It's running this incredibly intricate, amazing program that's you. That's your life. Most adults I've worked with, you know, they've done some of this upgrading, but it's been piecemeal. And many times after you kind of do it, it's not integrated, right? Raise your hand if you've read The Artist Way and started doing the morning pages at some point in your life. Uh, I'm here. Raise your hand if you love Eckhart Tolle and you've read some of his books and wanted to, you know, live that beautiful wisdom. Uh, me again. You know, who has signed up for courses? Who has, uh, you know, bought the books that now sit on the shelf? Who has done it? Raise your hand. And it's not wrong. It's just that to do that work, uh, we just need reminders to go back to it. There's no problem to take it back down off the shelf and check it out or to step back into it if it serves you. But what I notice is I do those uh, programs and I do those bits and pieces uh, piecemeal. And so they're not integrated. And that is because you have not taken into account the current mind. And what I mean by that is this mind as an adult you are living from, it has no intention or desire to change. And I'll say that again. That mind that has gotten you to adulthood, it has no intention or desire to change. It likes things the way they are because It believes it understands them because it believes it has kept you safe because it believes that's where your control lies. And sometimes it uses a feel good to, you know, give us that little bit of satisfaction. This current mind, this unintentional mind was created during your youth. We all do it. At that time, we used and borrowed from the adults in our lives, the culture, and our own personal understanding of self-preservation, protecting ourselves. And we develop that mind, and it continues to work in our lives. Many of us, 15, 
25, 35, 45 years later, we're still running that programming that we developed as a child. You know, that is a mind that looks outside of itself for acceptance, approval, and love. That is a mind that has little or no connection to self-trust, trusting life, trusting in others. That mind is terrified to allow change because it believes that the change you are seeking will kill you. It really believes the change you are seeking, this change for good, this change to expand and up-level your life, to live as a kind, generous, gorgeous human being in the, on the planet, this mind that you're running, that you developed as a child, it sees that as something that will kill you. And here's why. Because we believe the safety is outside of us, that our love, approval, and appreciation comes outside of us. So if we live into that bigness, that expansion, this mind says people won't approve, they won't like it, and they'll essentially be so disappointed to the fact that your life will cease to exist as you know it now, and you'll die. That's just one scenario it plays for us. But eventually this mind comes up against a revelation. And that revelation is what has brought you to listening to these words today. That more is possible. And whatever that more means for you. And that revelation comes from that paradox that I mentioned in the beginning. It comes from the fact that, yes, you are that mind that is doing the shit in the world, that, you know, you're a dad and you have two kids and you're running a business and you have a wife and you have these talents and these abilities and your bank account looks like this and these are your capabilities and your parents are, you know, that while simultaneously being the awareness of that story unfolding. The awareness that can go in and feel the feelings to watch the thoughts. But the old mind will do everything it can to turn us away from that awareness, away from that truth. And it does it with stress. It does it with overwhelm. It does it with illness, it does it with plagues, with locusts, with boils, with, yeah, can you tell that it was recently Passover? <laughs> it, I mean, it does it with everything, and it has been running for decades. So it sounds so convincing. It sounds so sincere. It's like, you know, you can't do that. And we'll get into that in a moment. But that other aspect that you are, that awareness, has already been tapped. Because it has already been tapped, that's why you're listening right now. And that awareness is the realm of your life's purpose. 
It is the realm of possibility. It is joy without reason. It is connection. It is a life lived as the very best version of you. And it doesn't mean roses and skipping every day. That would get boring after a period of time. Although I like to just try it for a day. But, you know, it's not like we're going to be sitting around just like staring at flowers all day. Like if living from a self-kind mind didn't expand life's, you know, purpose and our ability, then there'd be no reason to move to it. But it does mean a willingness to, that is so strong, a willingness to work towards what I am calling the self-kind mind. This is the mind that is upgraded with all of the current understanding we have now available to us as human beings. The reports are in, folks. The evidence is conclusive. People are actually living this way right now, today. Ask me how I know. You have the ability to be intentional in how your physical brain is wired. Repeat. You have the ability to be intentional in how your physical brain is wired. This is the science of neuroplasticity. Dr. Palin Kessenberg, if you haven't listened to her podcast, she was one of my dear early guests on this podcast, and she talks about this. Science is showing this. The science of neuroplasticity continues to demonstrate this. It's like, wow! Rewiring your brain to work on your behalf? Oh my goodness. Like, you are capable of seeing and experiencing every emotion, every feeling, as wisdom to allow you to expand into the very best version of you. You are more than the collection of thoughts in your mind. And this awareness, it can influence and support you in every decision, in every moment of your day and your life. And all of this becomes your new operating system by just going back to self-kind mind. The self-kind mind is simple. It's a mind that we all were born with before we began to shut down parts of it, before we felt hurt and abandoned by others and began to limit parts of ourselves as self-protection. It's like now, As adults, you have the opportunity to intentionally bring all these systems of you back online. Back online to begin creating what feels literally like a magical life. And we begin doing this by first giving our current mind a foundation of safety and support where we show it we show ourselves that it's okay to do this work, that this process can be trusted. 
This is the step, my friends, that I believe is the secret sauce, where before we were doing this work, feeling compelled to do this work in piecemeal, it's like we forgot to go down to the level of awareness. This is why those other programs that we have done that are so beautiful and yet still remained, you know, piecemeal and not integrated in your life, it was because we didn't start by acknowledging that we are a living paradox. And so to do this work on the mind, we also need to invite that awareness to act as the reminder that it's safe to do this work. That that awareness acts as something that is trustworthy. So the mind doesn't immediately see this as a threat. And what's so beautiful about that invitation and this process coming from that place of inner self-kindness when we tap into our minds that way our minds actually begin to take on this job and it sees it as its new job whereas its old job was you know proving the old operating system true that people you know, that, that self-preservation, that approval, love, and acceptance come from outside of us, and all of that, now it begins to prove this new system true. And that, my friend, is how you begin living the best version of you. You're doing it and your mind supports you in it, and so it becomes this feedback loop that, like I said, it just continues to expand and grow on itself. This is the new magic sauce. This is what I'm so excited about in this process I'm calling the self-kind mind. It's what I've done in my life. It is what I do with my clients, and it's like they start living it, and other people are curious. It's like, what are you doing? And this mind, this self-kind mind, is simply a doorway. You know, the word kind is simply a doorway for self-acceptance, for self-approval, and of course, for self-love. It's not a kindness to shame yourself into change. And that's the old way. That's how we have been doing it. That's how I tried to do it. It's not a kindness to tell yourself that it's too late for change in your life, that it's too hard, that it's too insurmountable. And it's not a kindness to push aside this change for that moment when, you know, everything is, is all aligned. <laughs> it's like so many of my beautiful friends out there in the world, they get really inspired by this work. And then they hear this, you know, this 
come up that this isn't the right moment. And again, these are all reflections of that old mind, the mind that you developed that got you to this point. Because it believes you're going to die if you do this work. And what's so challenging, really the most challenging thing is this first step. You know, again, I asked you to listen to this with your mind, but also to listen to it with another part of you, that awareness part of you. That's what I'm speaking to. That's what I'm reminding that the challenge and what is so challenging is that the mind has decades of experience in convincing you to do something else. And it will sound so logical. It sounds so reassured and it sounds so right. It has all of the proof. But here's the test, my friend. If there's anything that causes you any rub in your life and you don't meet it with a quality of gratitude, and I'm not talking about in that moment, but I'm talking about you lose your cool, and I'm talking me. You lose your cool, you pound your fist, and then you get still, and you witness and notice, wow, what was going on that brought me to that? And it's like, thank you for showing me that, because I want to get it all. Another test, if there's anything in you that you don't allow out into the world for fear of what others will think of it. If there's anything in you that desires to play bigger, laugh harder, dance more crazily with arms flailing all around, to love more intensely, to live more extravagantly and flamboyantly, like then you notice that if you aren't saying yes to a self-kind mind, then you're being convinced by the old operating system. Self-kind mind, it is the way to live your life's purpose as a kind, loving, generous, expanding, humanly divine being. And it's perfectly tailored to who you are right now, today, in this moment. So my friend, I see you. You are brilliant. I love you, and I'll see you next week.